Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you and we give you praise. We magnify your great name. We lift up pastors all over the world that are preaching the word of God. We pray the blood of Jesus over chronic fatigue syndrome. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the just man, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our series on symbols in the Bible and their meaning. We start this week's podcast with a ring, which means authority. Pharaoh put Joseph over the land of Egypt. In Genesis chapter 41, verses 42 and 43, it proclaims, Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he had him ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried out before him, Bow the knee. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. My friends, Joseph's rise to power from being sold into slavery by his brothers to the second highest official in Egypt was ratified by the signet ring, which was used to sign public documents, the dress of honor, which was worn only by those of high rank, the gold necklace, which was a badge of rank and dignity, and the privilege of riding in the second chariot where the people could pay homage to him. A tree is the symbol of the cross. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verses 22 and 23 says, If a man has committed a sin deserving of death and is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain overnight on the tree, but you shall surely bury him that day, so that you do not defile the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. For he who is hanged is accursed of God. My brothers and sisters, hanging a criminal on a tree was not the form of punishment issued by the Hebrews. They would hang a criminal on a tree after he was executed for a capital punishment. This was a warning to others not to commit the same offense. The criminal was under God's curse, not because of the tree, but because he had broken God's law. The cross was a substitute for the tree, and Jesus hung like a criminal. His sentence to die was a substitute for the death sentence you and I deserved. But instead of you and I dying a sinner's death, we took on the righteousness of Jesus while he took on our sins. God's curse on sin was satisfied by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Jesus was taken down from the cross and buried the same day he died. The stumbling block many have with the death of Jesus on the cross is the curse that God placed on anyone hung on a cross. Those same people missed a point where that curse was placed on them for sin and continues to be on them because they do not trust 
that they are forgiven by the very person who they feel is cursed. The dove is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 1 verse 10 declares, And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Friends, the dove is usually a sign of gentleness and of peace. A field symbolizes the world, as written in Matthew chapter 13, verse 38. The field is the world, and the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. My comrades for Christ, in this passage, Jesus is explaining the parable of the wheat and the tares, also known as the wheat and the weeds. The field, or world, is ready to receive the good news of the kingdom, and those who subscribe to the Great Commission to make disciples are sowing good seeds into the world. Those who oppose God's kingdom are sowing weeds in the same field at the same time. Both will grow together, but at the end, the angels will do the harvesting. The River Jordan is a symbol of death. Listen to what Moses says to the children of Israel before they went into the promised land in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 22. He says, But I must die in this land, and I must not cross over the Jordan. But you shall cross over and possess that good land. My brothers and sisters, the Jordan is the most referenced body of water in the Bible. Its Hebrew meaning is descender, as it descends from Mount Hermon, to the Dead Sea. One side of the Jordan meant death, while crossing over the Jordan was a passage to a new life. Rock means Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 says, And all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drink of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Folks, Paul connects Christ symbolically with the water-giving rock that saved the children of Israel in the desert. Isaiah chapter 8, verses 13 and 14 proclaims, Him shall you hallow, for him be your fear, and let him be your dread. He will be as a sanctuary, but a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel, as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. My Christian friends, God reminds Israel that those who trust in the Lord shall be blessed, and those who refuse to believe in and obey Him will be disciplined. The same Jesus who provides sanctuary for the believers will be the same Jesus who will crush the unbelievers. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Friends, it is not enough to hear the words of Jesus. It is not enough to understand the words of Jesus. But a true disciple takes action and responds in obedience. One hearer builds on the solid rock of Jesus, while the other builds on sand. When the storms of life come, and yes, they will come, those who place their trust on the solid rock of Jesus, will persevere. 
The color black means moral darkness, sin, and apostasy. The Egyptians worshipped the sun god Ra, and the ninth plague over Egypt was to show the superiority of the one true God. Exodus chapter 10 verses 21 through 23 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt. Three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. My brothers and sisters, if three days of darkness was terrible, how much more will eternal darkness be for those who continue to live in spiritual darkness? Jeremiah chapter 4 verses 27 and 28 declares, For thus says the Lord, The whole land shall be desolate, yet I will not make a full end. For this shall the earth mourn, and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken, I have purposed, and I will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. My comrades for Christ, the prophet Jeremiah pictured the undoing of creation to show how the coming judgment of Judah would be. Judah would be formless and empty, as the Babylonian army would destroy everything. Instead of light piercing darkness, the light would be gone. Now listen to the words of Jesus in John chapter 12, verse 35. Then Jesus said to them, A little longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. My friends, those who walk with Jesus walk in the light that he provides. Those who walk in darkness follow evil desires and have no idea that they are being led away from God. Sadly, the unbeliever will stumble through his life without ever knowing what life with Jesus would mean for his future. But you have a chance to correct the path that you are on. The lighted path leads to life, while the dark path leads to eternal darkness. Will you choose to give your life to Jesus and let his light lead you to the path that he has chosen for you? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending the light in a dark, evil, cruel world. We pray for those who will accept the invitation to become a disciple of Jesus and turn from the darkness. We pray these things in the name of the messenger of the covenant, Jesus Christ, amen. And if you gave your life to Jesus, please email me at hello at greatministries.org and I'll give you next steps. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.